Do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found... Geek Watch 1. Hey, Geeksters. I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch 1. Welcome back, Geeksters, to Geek Watch 1. And guess what? We actually had an odd mall this week. We did! We did. And Miss Dawn and Kylan were there to tell us all about what happened there for this week. And also, for the first time since Oddball has started... Dawn was an artist. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Miss Dawn actually had yeah. stuff there. <laughs> so how was that, Dawn? Because that's a totally I different experience for you for Oddball. <laughs> Sorry, I just talked to, totally um, over you. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 was, I was iffy about doing it to start, and then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll bite the bullet, I'll do it. I had enough stuff anyway between my resin art and my clay things and mm-hmm. decals and everything. So it's kind of like what I've not. always told Vicky. She's going to sit here making things anyway. So instead of letting it just build up at the house and giving it away or whatever, throw it out there. Let people buy it. Then we don't have right. as much sitting here. Well, I love the <laughs> kids' right. reactions. Yeah. I'm sure you got that, too. A lot of kids were just loving it. Yeah. I mean, and and the thing is, like, it's not like my stuff is like real expensive in that i have like a range of prices but some of it some of it's pretty low and so kids can actually buy it if they like it mm-hmm. um you know because a lot of vendors they make some very specific things but like nothing's lower than maybe ten dollars or something if the art pieces and and kids aren't really necessarily into it and and just kind of like i wanted a range just so that kids could come to the table and look at stuff and and they could actually be like hey I, i've got a few dollars i can buy that if i want to exactly so, which seems to work it, yeah. it worked with a few things. So, um, but yeah, it was interesting. It was actually like we had gone to that. There was an odd mall show back in December because he always has the Christmas show. Um, except when, you know, past couple of years had to be canceled, but last, th- this past year he had it. And, uh, so we went there and walked around and it was well attended. This show was surprisingly like as well attended as the Christmas show, it seemed, which was, which was nice. And which right. is interesting because um, usually the traditionally the February show has been low. Right. Because the holidays are over, everybody's in the middle of the winter, they don't want to do much. Well, maybe it actually with COVID, with people not being able to go to the art shows, and now yeah. things have quieted down a little bit, people can actually get back out and go to them. And 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 that's what I think it was. It's like um, you know, a lot of restrictions have been dropping. F- people are feeling a little more confident about getting out. The weather was nice. And there's not as many shows right now. Like, I think around this area, like, the only thing going on was, like, the auto show or something. So (laughs) there there wasn't other other craft things competing with it. Even for Valentine's Day, I noticed there weren't a lot of shows going on. There's just a couple of them. But, yeah. yeah, So it was really well attended, which was nice. And there was a good variety of vendors, for sure. A few familiar ones, definitely some new ones. Um, I picked my booth purposely right across from our friend Crystal and Greg. <laughs> and so, so, uh, so we were able to chat throughout the day and Greg was able to come over and annoy us throughout the day. Well, that um, is his job. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, it was going to happen regardless where the booth was. Right. But, but I figured I'd just make it more convenient for them. Um, and you know, it had the feel of an uh, of odd mall it, it had an odd mall feel for once um yeah people weren't weren't as timid and 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 uh quiet and that kind mm-hmm. of like every people were definitely engaging right everyone was talking to each other the vendors the the buyers everything mm-hmm. so well, is it a smaller so it was nice. venue it, than that we've had in the past could that be part of it that, possibly possibly i mean if you if you go back to the way Odd Mall was uh, when it was in Hudson, yeah, that, yeah. that hotel in because Hudson. like since it's moved to Tadmore, it's had a slightly different feel because a lot of people don't know the area. Right, there's been a lot of different shoppers mm-hmm. than we've gotten at other ones. Well, also you're um, mentioning yeah, the area. You're this, mentioning the area there. It's one of those that if you don't know where it's at, it's a little difficult and um, little intimidating trying to figure out where it's how to get to it. Right. Yeah, because honestly, like on on the freeway, you see the sign for it, mm-hmm. but if you get off, you don't know where to go. You don't know <laughs> like, where to go. Yeah, you make a turn. It's, it's like, wait a minute, right am I going? In, yeah, am I going into a shopping center or what's going on here? 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And then you're suddenly there's suddenly houses around you and it's like, oh, turn here. Right. <laughs> right. So so it's a little awkward, but people actually, you know, made the effort and, and were definitely out there to find us. Right. And and of course, the entertainment was great. Mm -hmm. um, there was readings by local authors. There was um, our friend Justin Curry was there playing the violin, which mm -hmm. was awesome. Um, there was also a, I forget his name, but there was a bass guitarist. Oh, yeah. Uh, who, quite honestly, to look at him just looked like an emo kid. Mm -hmm. Like he was just. He had this look. He was like all emo and he gets up there and starts playing the bass. And basically what he did was he played a couple songs just on his own, strictly bass. And then he actually used other songs like well-known, um, I guess just instrumentals yeah. of, of the songs, but he played the bass part of it. Right. Nice. Um, and and there, there were songs of his that either like, he had re he had pre-recorded the other tracks, right? And so all he played was the bass part. Right. There was one where he actually played the played the guitar on. But, but I have to I have to say that his his own version his own songs they were not soothing bass guitar music. No, they weren't. No, <laughs> this, no. Well, it was an electric bass guitar to begin with, but um, but they, he was he had some very screechy moments. <laughs> If if you like harder harder rock or something that that was that was definitely it. but it totally did not look like the type of guy no, he was playing he... so that was kind of funny like the whole look and sound didn't match but uh, but he was great he was great and uh, and Kylan did his story time with Uncle Kylan reading an excerpt from the Batman handbook <laughs> yes I did so <laughs> so we 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 are helping train a new uh, generation of crime fighters That's right. so we are yep yeah. You know. <laughs> so the Batman handbook does that um we've talked about differences between and we know Batman's coming out next week but does this book more um push the the um dark knight aspect of Batman or more of the cape crusader more of the cape crusader crime fighting detective yeah Good. like it's as as the handbook it actually has legitimate training in it like like um self defense training and um, wielding different things, making different things. It, it's actually a legitimate defense handbook right. it, in some way. So th this book had come out the same time as uh, Batman Begins. Ah, okay. So, so yeah. since since that movie that that movie was more practical, it, right. it had a more realistic uh, approach to to the character. So that's that's what this book had. It, it was definitely it was more like you said the Cape Crusader, uh, detective part of Batman. You know, see that's you know, although it does it didn't shy from you know uh, if you're going to choose this life, it's not going to be easy. So. Yeah, well, that's um, looking forward to the movie that's coming out next week. Um, from some of the, it's weird because some of the trailers and stories you hear it sounds like they're going to put more of the detective back into it. In other parts of it, look like it's just straight what we've had for the last um, what twenty years in Batman movies, where it's just fighting a bad guy. The bad guy, you already know who it is. You just got to fight him and be done. <laughs> and I, I honestly don't think there's going to be much detective because um, I saw a uh, snippets of an interview and Robert Pattinson didn't actually know that Batman was a detective. So taking the role, he would have. Uh... <laughs> See, uh, not, like, really, how do you not know about that about Batman? But, um, because but yeah, apparently if you didn't. don't read the comic books, all media yeah. you've seen, other than like the, the cartoons, a lot of times will bring in the detective side. If you right. watch the, especially the Justice League animated, um, movies they've been putting out, you see the, the Dark Knight right. Detective. But, right, anything you've seen in the movies, even back to the, um, to all the way back to, um, Batman eighty nine. They've not right. dealt with the detective side. It's been a straight superhero movie. That's true. That's, that, true. that's very true. Um, which is which... like if they would bring the detective back into it, they, yeah. that would be a way to actually relaunch it. Like they keep they keep trying to relaunch the series, relaunch the series. Well, let's put yeah. the detective back into it and then give them something people have not seen in a while. Right, and and of course their excuse for this one is that it's it's an other world Batman. He's not the the one you know from this. Current yeah, DC universe. It's like an Elseworlds. Like, it's like okay, whatever, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but an Elseworlds where he's still doing exact same, and there's no difference. Exactly. How is the? I mean, yeah. I guess we'll find out this coming week. Yeah. Well, actually, if they're saying that, then they may be actually thinking, uh, considering letting Ben Affleck actually be Batman and do because 
what they were doing with him in those movies whether or not you like Ben Affleck the way they were writing Batman that could have actually stepped more towards the detective side maybe right right but we didn't see enough of him and enough of the character of Batman to know if that was it or not and the thing is, after getting this movie, that we don't need Batman for a long time. No, we don't. It doesn't matter. We can have That's all kinds thing. of DC movies without <clears throat> Batman. Yeah. I mean, you know what? There's. I would love to see the question. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see the question. This, this, it, it's, we've talked about it before. It's DC's problem. They're so stuck on the Trinity and the Justice League that... They don't go beyond to the other interesting characters. No, that are, they don't. You know, not super family, not bat family. They well, have so many other characters, but they're not they're not willing to explore the way Marvel did. No, this year, yeah, 2022 no. and 2023 is going to be their experiment, though, because right. with Black Adam, you're getting the Justice Society. And these are all right. characters that the mainstream audience may have heard the names, but they don't know them. We're getting yeah, the bringing, Flash. Bringing, the Flash is going to bring Shazam in a lot out. of... Huh? Bringing Shazam out a couple years ago was kind of the start. Yeah. Right. But So does that mean that I'm going to get Wildcat on the big screen? It's possible he might be on. He may be in Black Adam, or yeah, he could be in Black Adam. But I think I mean, in 2022, I know he was we got society. three more. Well, we got three more movies coming this year, I believe, because we have Black Adam, we have uh, the Flash, which is supposed to be a Flashpoint style. So they're supposed to possibly bring in the multiverse even more. Which obviously, if we got Michael Keaton as Batman in it, we got something going on here. Right. right. But we've also supposed to be getting the uh, second Aquaman movie come December. Right, right. So, but those are all the same as we've had. They're all Justice League again. Yeah, except, except they're for also Black the, Adam. So. They're not the characters that um, Warner Brothers has traditionally done as the Justice League. I mean, yeah, this is the second um, Aquaman movie, but Aquaman brings in a lot of characters. Uh, other than the character of Aquaman, the mainstream audience does not know anybody in the Aquaman universe. That's true. That's, That's true. Um, the Flash movie is going to, I think, bring in a lot. Hopefully, will bring in more characters that people have never heard of, but using the Flash as, oh, I know this guy, right? right. Mm-hmm. And then Black Adam's going to be a total uh, out of nowhere movie, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, I think I think people already didn't recognize most of people most of the people shown in that right. in that little preview clip of that DC put out with their stuff. So. Right, which could be very um, very good. And it, knowing yeah. the Rock and seeing what he's done recently. If it's going to be probably a well-written movie because even the movies of his that haven't done phenomenal in the box office has still been pretty well-written and um, a good script and a good cast doing it together. Well, the thing is, it almost doesn't matter because people are going to go see it because of The Rock. Exactly. Right. So, right. <laughs> you know. So if nothing else, that'll help Warner Brothers decide to do more even though just because, oh, it made a whole lot of money. I don't care if people liked it or not. It made a whole lot of money. Let's do more of it. And, and, and of course, The Rock playing a bad guy makes it more interesting. Right. Well, it's weird because it doesn't look like he's actually playing a villain, Black Adam. Because in um, the last twenty years, Black Adam, they've done almost more of an anti-hero. Like he's well, the, I, yeah. he's the ruler of his own country right now in the comic books. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. well. I mean, that first clip they showed where he killed some guys. I don't know. That kind of makes him villain. Well, yeah, that's, his, <laughs> but, that's his origin. That, <laughs> yeah. That, usually he, the heroes. Usually the heroes don't kill people. But anyway. Yeah, he was the wizard's <laughs> mistake. Is the thing. The wizard gave him the power the same way he does Billy Batson. The problem is, um, Teth Adam was a slave his entire life. Yeah. So all of a sudden he has all this power, and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to fix this. Right, right. (laughs) Then it makes you feel like he's not so bad because, well, he was a slave and he killed those guys. Exactly. You know. But then again, when it, when that power goes to his head the rest of the way, and for, for years and years, all of a sudden he's like, nope, I'm no longer a slave. I'm the ruler of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So... It'll be fun yeah. to see their take on this, because if they're going to bring in Justice Society, this is going to probably have a lot of um, early 1900s um, scenes and stuff. Because right, Justice right, Society, right. if they keep them right, was a World War II, and up into um, the the 40s and 50s is when that was mainly active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we all know that with DC, it's always a big if. Yeah. So we'll see. They mm-hmm. they do it. They tend to do it right on the CW because we did see society on the CW. We saw yeah. the time timeline, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, but you know they always screw it up in the movies. So. Yeah, right. Stargirl has done awesome with the Justice Society and um, introducing the characters and bringing in the new kids to be the new version of the Justice Society. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So <laughs> I I have no idea how we got to this point, but. <laughs> We, because we were talking about the movie. Yeah, oddball and movies. and um, But you guys had that. We actually, I had a little bit of fun yesterday. I'm not going to dwell on it because we don't talk about it much. But um, everybody who listens knows that I um, I wrestle. 
That's basically what I do outside of doing all my geek stuff, which actually, if anybody looks, my character of Blackhawk is a geek character. I look like a giant soldier out there, but I'm wearing a um, Star Wars Endor Special Forces jacket. I come out to um, the touch by Stan Bush, and um, there was a couple other references. Oh, I'm from Cheyenne Mountain, which is where Stargate Command is. (laughs) So I built Blackhawk (laughs) is a giant geek character if you actually look at it, but it's not right over the top where everybody's like, oh, wow, okay, that's what that is. (laughs) Right. So, um, but last night I did have fun. I actually won the um, Rubber City Wrestling Global Television Championship. So I had, fun, I had fun yesterday too. That's why I had to miss um, Oddmall because I was we had to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. Excuses, right? excuses. Well, well, we hey, we did we did emergency drop off, and then we went and had Bob's for breakfast. Yes, got home and then got a phone call. We were able to pick Cassie up way earlier than they were expecting. So. Yeah, it was a very busy day, but we did we this did get a chance to stop noon. at Bob's, Bob's Hamburger for breakfast. Because this was all before noon. Yeah, all Amber, that was before noon. Stop adding the ER. I, get the name right. I thought it was a hamburger. No, I dropped the Amber. S already. Well, I, dro- I dropped no the S. ER. <laughs> but it was fun because um, I actually had their ham cake. Okay. Ham cake. Have you had this? Now, no. I expected it's a pancake with ham in it. So I expected you um, slice up ham, you put it in the battery like you would with uh, blueberries or chocolate chips or whatever. No, the way Charlie does, yeah, it's a Charlie Murphy creation. So you put the, you lay the pancake batter down. You take a full slice of ham and lay it down, and then pour pancake batter over it. Yeah, it's like dipping ham in batter and frying it. (laughs) It was actually really good. It was not what I was expecting, but it was really good. And the corned beef hash Vicky had was, uh, it wasn't like the shredded up mush that you get out of a can. Right. It was actually big chunks of corned beef. Yeah. In um, they do the more of the um, home fry style potatoes. Right. Right. So then that was all done together with the onions and the way you would corned beef right. hash. So it was good. Well, food. actually, funny because because we had Charlie yesterday too because he does cater odd mall. So yeah, I had forgotten um, there was an odd mall, so I had texted him in the morning to see if he was at Bob's. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. He he and and Shrek and the rest of the crew were were at Odd Mall and um. Shrek seems to have adopted us as his best buddies now, apparently. At yeah. Mall, he kept coming by the table to talk to us. Um, but uh, we had we ended up having having hot dogs for lunch. He had a bunch of stuff on offer, though. He even had mozzarella sticks now. And fries. He had a deep fryer there. Which nice. He doesn't usually have the deep fryer. So was he using um, the, um, the kitchen there, or did he bring the, um, the food no, truck? No, he was using the kitchen. Too- okay. He was using it because they have a full kitchen. It's a, it's a For those who don't know, Tadmore is a Shriners Hall. So they do have a full kitchen, mm-hmm. um, and they they got there early for setup and prep and and everything, and they were they were cooking right out of the gate. People were getting right. stuff. Yeah. So uh, so yeah so 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 we had the, we had we had hot dogs and of course the Akron pickle because right. oh, yeah. we had to put Charlie's pickle in our mouth. Oh, Vicky, so when, yeah. we, when we went there for yesterday, we had to get two pickles to go so that she, our friend Jesse, actually <laughs> met us at the wrestling show. So they both had pickles while they were watching the wrestling show. Yeah. We See, were eating... everyone, everyone's putting Charlie's pickle in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were doing contraband pickles. I snuck them in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So, oh, yeah. they were so good. They are. They really are good. If you guys are ever in the Akron area or you live around here, get yourself to Stray Dog, Cafe 388, whatever, and get one of the Akron pickles because... They're huge to begin with, but they are really good pickles. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, were juicy. It, it, we were laughing. We had to wrap them in paper and napkins that I had. Yep. Because they, yep. oh, they were so good. Pickle juice everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yes. At this point, if you check with Charlie, he could probably ship them. Yeah, he might be able to ship Pick- pickles. And actually, if you know of any of the markets where he sells things, like Northside Market, if you're in Akron area, again, just outside of downtown, there's Northside Market. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have a refrigerated section in there that he sells his products. Every day of the week, you can get the mustards, you can get pickles, whatever he's got. They, that he has them there. Right. Didn't he have and something he does down have with a couple others? Yeah, I think he has something in the Canton area. I'm not sure what the market is though, but he's got a couple of local local seller markets that he has things there all the time. Right. Yeah. What? Oh wow! I just brought up um, the Akron pickle. He actually has a Facebook page just for that, and the top thing yep. on it is some kind of pickle pie. Looks like pickled peanut butter pie. Oh, which actually, that, oh, it, it does. God. It says it's peanut butter dill pickle pie, which it, it sounds weird if the first time you hear if you've never heard of it before, but that's actually not an uncommon um, combination. That's true. Peanut butter and that. pickles. 
So, oh, he has all kinds of recipes on here. If there's one thing you're going to get from Charlie, it's interesting food. Like, he's always experimenting. (laughs) He came came up with something named after Kylan that we can't actually talk about on here because it's not not a nice phrase. So um, we can't talk about (laughs) it. But if you want to know... Just, just you know, send send me a a, a tweet or a a, a a message or something on the Geekwatch one page, and I'll tell you what it was. <laughs> and uh, well, it, it, now it involves, I want to know. <laughs> it involves Kylan being keto, and we'll tell you guys off the air. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my word! It, it, it did involve a hot dog, but. Because, because of what Charlie called it, we can't say. We may, anyway. we may have to um, talk to Charlie and actually get, uh, um, even if it's a once a month um, separate podcast of Charlie uh, Charlie Murphy, Akron Pickle, and um, Stray Dog podcast, so he can talk about what's coming up every month. Even if it well, not, inter- even if it's not on here, we could just help him get started with that. In- interestingly, uh, uh, we did talk to Shrek about about. Uh, recording at some point, so um, Shrek would love to be on the show too. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Charlie wants to. Has been talking to us since he first started about getting us to record a show at one of his um, well, live yeah, at one and, of the cafes our, or somewhere. One of, our, one of our difficulties is that his cafes and everything else are not open on the weekends. Right. So, well, <laughs> well Bob's Hamburg is now, but it's very small. Yes, it is yeah. very very small. If we got that that corner table that's tucked away. Uh, at a non-busy time, we might be able to do something. Actually, wait, yeah, the uh, one that's beside, right behind to the left, that would be that would yeah. be a perfect recording area because it's work. small; it wouldn't echo much. Dude, mm-hmm. we gotta talk we'd to Charlie. Be crowded in, we'd be crowded in there though because their booths are tight. Well, yeah. this one, this one's more of a actual round, all the way around the table booth. Right. right. Oh yeah, that that so, one that's in the corner. Yeah. yeah. We might. We we'll let you guys know. We'll yeah. figure this out. Yeah. We're News get to come. Eventually. <laughs> Info to come on that. <laughs> right. Right. So, and you know what's weird? For this is the first week I think this year that we've not had a weather report. Don't go there. Just stop. So we that, we no, still mm-mm. will not have one. <laughs> no, because the winter, no. the winter storm this week dodged us somehow. Yes, we're good. We're all good. No weather report. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, Miss Dawn, outside of the city of Akron and Odd Mall and everything that's going on here, what else is going on in the outer world of the geekdom? It, in, in in the geek world, there was there was definitely some interesting news this week. Um, we we got uh, the first full trailer and official release date for our flag means death. Uh, which that if you don't looks remember, awesome. If you don't remember, it is the pirate show executive produced by Taika Waititi. Um, it will debut on HBO Max on March third, and interestingly, all ten episodes are going to be released in March. Three of them are released on the third, followed by another three the following week, two the week after that, and the the final two on March twenty fourth. <laughs> so there's there's four four dates in March that they can release them, and they've decided all ten episodes in March. So even if you're the type who likes to binge everything at once, you just have to wait till the end of March. You just have to wait till the twenty fourth. Yeah, right. <laughs> and how long are they? Are these like half hour episodes? Or are they? It didn't actually say. I I have a feeling they're half hour because if you look at what we do in the shadows and um, Wellington Paranormal, those are half hour comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I I presume it's half hour comedy. And this looks like um, a pirate sitcom almost, which lends itself to the half hour format. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And this is based loosely on actual history on the adventures of Steed Bonnet. He was a farmer who decided to basically run away and join the circus, but in in this instance, the, the circus was uh, a pirate ship. Um, and he decided to captain it. He was he was fairly well off for a farmer, and he decided to go be captain of a pirate ship called the Revenge. So um, he doesn't exactly know what he's doing because he was a farmer, and he suddenly decided, I'm going to be a pirate. Um, <laughs> so, so things didn't necessarily go all that well for him in history, and of course, it's going to go very badly on the show. Um, in real history, though, he did actually sail along the eastern United States and capture sailing vessels. Like, he actually successfully captured some vessels. So, yeah, I mean, so, so he did something right, pirating-wise. Um, but the other interesting thing about this show is Taika himself is going to play the infamous Blackbeard. Oh, so, nice. you know things are not going to go well. Oh, my gosh. Well, you said, you said um, somewhat based. This is probably very loosely based on this pirate. <laughs> 
Yes, I mean it's it's based on him in the sense of this guy existed and this is what he did. Right. What actually happens on the ship is probably not um not not something we know unless there are some recordings somewhere someone had a journal or something but it's doubtful mm-hmm. um considering it was a pirate but they know who he was, they know what he did mm-hmm. and now they're just making it up to fill in the blanks. Right. Right. <laughs> so he's going to be this high and mighty frilly pirate and and everyone's going to be like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and other interesting news, because we have talked about this before, that uh, all the Marvel Netflix mo- shows have left Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we yes. don't know what's happening to them. Interestingly, they're available on Disney Plus in Canada as of March 16th. In Canada, for some reason, Disney Plus has not stuck with the PG-only sort of thing that we were told from the beginning uh, that Disney Plus would be running, whereas everything else would go to Hulu. Now, I do believe that there's no Hulu in Canada, and this is why they're on Disney Plus. So would Deadpool be there then? I don't know. I haven't looked that up. Uh, Well, (laughs) but um, so, and it is all of them too. It's not just like whatever might be considered the milder ones, because like even Punisher's there. And mm-hmm. we know how brutal Punisher is. Wait, wait, wait. Right. We watched um, all these shows. There is no milder one. There, is, Well, I mean, there are some that are maybe a little less violent, but the language is there, even if the violence isn't in mm-hmm. every episode. Um, but yeah, as of March 16th, they're all available there in Canada. We still haven't heard anything about the U.S., but I just think it's, it's interesting that they're there so soon. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't heard anything about the movement of these shows for U.S. release mm-hmm. other than Netflix. But right away, virtually right away, like in in within the span of a month, they're on uh, they're on Disney Plus in Canada. Right. So anyone listening to us in Canada, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, you, <laughs> so, it, but it does kind of tell us what Disney might do here. Yeah, and more than likely, it'll be on Hulu within another month. It could be also yeah. when Hulu releases stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And and there could be much like there were contractual issues as to when Disney got the characters back after the the Netflix shows ended their runs, because, you know, it was two years after that, mm-hmm. there could be a contractual issue as to when Netflix loses the shows and when they can be broadcast again. Right. Um, it could also be a marketing decision a little bit, because uh, some of these characters mm-hmm. we've seen already start to show up on uh, Marvel's, right. the new MCU Ida stuff. So we may see Daredevil released right before Echo or something like that, or right before right. Um, Doctor Strange. We get any of the characters that might show up there, they might show up on Hulu first. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so. They, they they might not all drop at once like they are in Canada, mm-hmm. so we'll have to wait and see right. on that. Yeah, and... um. Kind of related, but not something I've noticed because we're talking about streaming things. Um, because I noticed it because of the King's Man. Then I looked around. Have you guys noticed that the streaming exclusivity is not as strong on a lot of this stuff as it was? Because if you look like the King's yeah. Man was a Warner Brothers film, it, or Warner Brothers backed it, but so it's on HBO Max, but it showed up on Hulu at the same time. There's a couple of other right, ones that right. have shown up on three or four different major platforms that are usually competing against each other at the same time now. It's weird. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of synergy between some of these that it's like, that's different that it's actually the way they're doing this. Well, yeah, and and the thing is you've got some of these movies are are part of production companies that have split where some of their stuff goes. Because mm-hmm. if you think about The King's Man being both HBO Max and Hulu – you also have other Mark Millar stuff exclusive to Netflix because he has the deal with Netflix to yeah. create new stuff for them. Right, 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 right. So it's not just because it's a certain company or or a certain, you know, producer or creator of these things. They're they're really splitting things up more. So you you really can't. It's like we'll we'll buy this whole thing from you and then the the creator is like, No, I'll give you this little part because this other one wants this part. And mm-hmm. I think it'll get better coverage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, you'll get better, better coverage uh, releasing King's Man on HBO Max, mm-hmm. maybe then then immediately on Hulu. But then it'll end up there eventually. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, especially with that one. The other interesting thing is it's been less than 30 days. And actually, some places that's still in theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's already on streaming. It, yeah. It, it totally a, skipped a lo- the whole um, like pay cable window that a lot of pl- things have. Right. 
and and a lot of them now are um they're not waiting until they're out of theaters before mm-hmm. going for their the time span before they can get released on streaming or television. Right. Um it's kind of like you get your two to three weeks in the theater. If it lasts longer, that doesn't matter because we start counting after that third week or something. Right. Yeah. Well, I think like 45 days after it's, uh, uh, after it's date of release, the 355 uh, went to streaming. Right. And, you know, and, and depending on where you are, it may still be in a theater. And mm-hmm. the thing is, you know? now you get it on... Getting it on paid cable is not a concern anymore no. right. because you're paying for HBO Max. So people aren't really going to bother paying for it on HBO. Right. You know, so or they're they're not going to do the on demand pay on demand kind of thing anymore. They're not concerned about that. They've made their money in the theater and let's put it on streaming where you're paying for the streaming anyway. Right, right, right. I could almost so. see. Um, cable companies making some kind of strange deal to where s- some of the traditionally pay cable services like HBO, um, Encore, Stars, Cinemax starts to be either less on cable to get it monthly or almost going back to free cable to keep people watching cable. No. But well, no. Because what I'm saying is if you're paying for one of these services on cable, you're going to get it on streaming and all of a sudden, why do I need cable? I can watch it on streaming. I don't need them. Well, yeah, but you're not you're not necessarily paying for it on cable because cable has so many packages. Yeah. So right. like in whatever package you get, you're getting these four channels anyway. But if you if you get the lower package, well, you could pay for one channel, but it'll be cheaper if you just get the upper package. So that's what people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, they don't I don't think they're worried about that at all. They're not going to give you the stuff for free without you getting like the whole package to pay more anyway. Mm-hmm. I love I love those telecom sales guys though. They're like, well, you know what? You're paying this much right now, but you can pay less for what you're getting if you get this other package that's going to cost you more overall anyway. Right? <laughs> so I'm going to pay an extra 20 bucks and I get a bunch of stuff for it, but it's still 20 bucks more than I was paying before. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and don't don't think of taking anything out of your bundle because then you'll lose the discount. Exactly. Right. You're not getting things any cheaper by removing that ten dollars because it takes away the discount, so you're actually paying fifteen more now. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. It's one of those unless anyway. you're really reading the way it works, you it's very easy to get confused and flipped, and all of a sudden you're paying a lot more than you yeah. ever thought. Exactly. It's, it's it's the same as with cell phones, you know, yep. <laughs> whatever you're getting, but. Yeah, if you're getting Netflix anyway. free from your cell phone provider, now you're not getting Netflix free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the rest of your bill. <sighs> okay, so we have something cool that Kylan has mentioned multiple times to people over the past few days. Um, was even talking to Greg about it at Odd Mall yesterday. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, Transformers G.I. Joe mashup toy coming out. Oh, I saw that. I've not actually seen uh, the toy. I've heard about it. I saw the two separate oh my toys. God, I didn't see the amazing. finish. So Hasbro's new Transformers Generations and G.I. Joe mashup creation combines Decepticon villain Megatron with Cobra's Hiss tank and comes with a Baroness action figure. In fact, Baroness can ride in the cockpit while in tank mode, but can also add more firepower by helming the weapons on Megatron's back in bot mode. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is cool. This toy converts from robot to tank mode in 28 steps. Jeez. The figures feature deco and details based on the world of Transformers and G.I. Joe, as well as packaging inspired by a mashup of the classic 80s toys with retro artwork. The included Baroness action figure also features a fusion cannon, backpack, and weapon accessories, and comes on a card with a classic G.I. Joe file card. Nice. Now this uh the, the full name of it is the Transformers Generations Transformers Collaborative GI Joe Mashup Megatron His Tank and Baroness and it's currently on pre-order from Entertainment Earth so go there to look for the pictures it's going to cost you 90 bucks and it comes out January 1st 2023 Don't worry it's not going to cost you 90 bucks I guarantee it's already sold out <laughs> That's right mm-hmm. This all is the Hasbro sold out. or you can pre-order and- all you want and wait for it to get canceled <laughs> And and no, just wait, wait to end up, uh, you know, not getting that pre-order and then pay three hundred dollars on eBay. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I shocked. Saw this it is only... like, oh my god, it, it looks amazing. It really does. And 
Uh, See, for me, I, right. I'm a big Transformers Generation 1 fan, so Megatron is not a tank. <laughs> but in the modern world, you can't have Megatron be a gun. <laughs> well, the thing is... But a tank's just a big gun. Yeah. It's not <laughs> and the same, the thing is, what's it? But you know what? Megatron, well, when he became Galvatron, was a tank. Didn't know. He, like no, a he was a still. cannon. Yeah, he was, was a, a regular land cannon. Him and Shockwave were both cannons. But, but I, the, the, the whole point is that it's not Megatron becoming a cannon. It's a mashup. Right. Yeah, I know. So. This one, this one's different. But it, 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 since, since probably for the twenty year, last twenty years, or whatever, when they relaunched the characters from Gen One into newer versions, Megatron is not allowed to be a gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense though. Yeah. yeah, I mean he. The thing is, so you know, at, at least in the ha- Hasbro verse, uh, the Decepticons and Cobra do team up. Yeah. So, I thing is, I could see Megatron doing that. Like it, it it's on brand for him. Yeah. Totally on brand. You know. Hey, I gotta grab something behind me. Uh, although, like uh, my brother said, um, like my brother said that uh, Destro's gonna be not happy. He didn't exactly say it that way though, but <laughs> <laughs> didn't exactly say not happy. No, it rhymes with hiss. <laughs> well, with an ED, hissed. Hiss, yeah. It rhymes with hissed. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> there's, there's a. I was trying to find him real quick. I can't find him. I, I thought I followed him, but maybe, maybe it's more that I've given you his. Uh, I've sent you his videos. But there's a cosplayer who does massive transformer cosplays. Um, that. Are, are are quite amazing. He does all the characters. Actually, I just found him here. It's if you go to TikTok, it's BM Bids. It's B M B I D S, mm-hmm. and he does full size Transformer cosplay. Um, that that's basically more impressive than anything you've ever seen. Um, th- he does his most recent ones have been Soundwave, so he's actually doing a lot of music videos, <laughs> really funny music videos, um, dressed as Soundwave. So, um, but he's done a bunch of other ones as well. So you could go look him up. I'm not like promoting or anything, but I just think they're cool videos to see. <laughs> well, since we're talking about this, I had to step behind me and pick this up. It's the it's the remake or the re-release of it, but it's to actually have the graphic novel of the first G.I. Joe Transformers comics. Ah. I have the original ones, I believe, in a comic box somewhere, but um, this was back, I don't know how long ago, but... Um, that Marvel actually, I believe, did put G.I. Joe and Transformers together for the first time ever in the comic yeah, books. Right. 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 Let's see. When was this? Maybe and that's how the... you end up with Mask. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even tell how long ago. This is very old. I mean, this was probably right. late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Right. That sounds about right. But. Yeah, because they anyway. had Bob Harris as one of the editors. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Larry Hamill wrote the GI Joe ver- the GI Joe ones on this. Still, well, he's still writing GI Joe now. Yeah, yeah, he he's writing it now too. So, anyway, moving on with more news, um, more retro news. So, uh, uh, do we all remember the cat eating alien from Melmac? Oh yes. <laughs> so, Shout Factory recently acquired the right to the Alf franchise. Oh, nice. Um, which not only includes its back catalog, but also allows the studio to develop new products. Oh, boy. Um, and it's not Shout like ALF aims- wasn't everywhere originally. <laughs> right. Shout aims to develop new ALF-related projects, though it's currently unclear what they could be. Um, back in 2018, there was actually a reboot of ALF in the works, but it was ultimately scrapped. So the question is whether they would pick that up again and... We'll see Alf on TV again. Who knows? Right. Um, for those incredibly unfamiliar with this, uh, <laughs> Alf debuted over 30 years ago. Wow. So for those who are familiar, y- you're welcome for feeling <laughs> old. Um, and it ran for only four seasons, but it also got a TV movie, which wrapped everything up, and it did get an animated series. Mm-hmm. I used to watch it every Saturday morning. Considering the alien was into eating cats, it really wasn't all that kid friendly. Right, but <laughs> it was very much wisecracking. It was, it was, yes. Um, I mean, it was a family sitcom, 
But there was plenty of jokes in there, just like a lot of the other 80s stuff, that the adults were rolling and thought it was hilarious, and the kids totally missed. And, mm-hmm. I mean, this was the, – the thing is, Alf, we all know, was a puppet on the show. Right. So it appealed to kids because of that. But none of the writing was really intended for kids at no, all. No, it wasn't. You no, know, like if no. you look at most sitcoms, sure, they say they're family friendly, but kids don't even get most of it. So, no, no. Um, Alf was definitely not a kid's thing. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the series creators, Patchett and Fusco, they actually said we're looking forward to bringing Alf in a totally new way with new content, unseen art, and restored footage not seen in 30 years. Wow. Nice. So. Look for him to be the the show to be streaming somewhere in the very near future. Well, I, <laughs> I, I thought I had seen expect. it already. And um, a couple weeks ago, we talked about uh, the Tubi having everything. Mm-hmm. All yeah. four seasons of Alpha are available on Tubi right now. The original four seasons. Well, yeah, Shop Factory has a channel on there. Yeah, and I believe the original animated series may be on there too. Hang on, half a second. Yeah, because, I mean, if, if Shout Factory owns it all now, they'll just put it all in one place, which will be Tubi. Right. No, um, the, uh, the animated series as right now is showing that it's not um, right. sh- not streaming that, anywhere. That may actually be something that requires restoration. Right. I mean, Possibly. Because that's, that's still pretty old. And if you consider, like, even the original show, like, these were not intended for digital no. at all. So there are definitely quality issues that they'll have to go through to, to get these back on track. And, right. Yeah, and and that so so we'll see what happens and 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 I will keep everyone updated. Um, that my my last story is something near and dear to Kylan's heart, so I had to mention it. Uh, South Park is celebrating its 25th anniversary. This is not the part that's near to his heart because he doesn't like the show that much, but um, it's celebrating its 25th anniversary this year and has just released an orchestral performance <coughs> of one of the most iconic songs. Oh, I already know where you're going. This is going to be awesome. That 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 Kylan has been known to karaoke more than once. And that mm. song is Chocolate Salty Balls. Um, in, in the YouTube video that you can find easily by just putting Chocolate Salty Balls Orchestra on in YouTube, um, a 30-piece orchestra offers up a fresh take on this classic tune. And uh, and then an an animated Kyle, Stan, Cartman, and Kenny enjoy the performance from the audience. Um, it's short; it's like forty five seconds. It's not a long video. Um, and if you're not familiar with this, just go look up the lyrics. I'm not doing them here. No. Uh, but Chocolate Salty Balls originally appeared in the 1998 episode of South Park. This was early on, early, early in the run of this show. It was the ninth episode for season two, the twenty second episode overall. So this is very early on. <laughs> this song ended up being released as a single on December 14th, 1998. It hit number one in the UK singles charts and it also should. charted across mainland Europe and Australia. As it should. Now, we know it wasn't as popular in the US, aside from those who were into South Park at the time. Um, but Chocolate Salty Balls is not the only South Park song that, that's gotten the orchestral treatment for the 25th anniversary. Yes. Earlier... Um, earlier, uh, there was an orchestral performance of, of Kyle's mom. I'm not continuing the title, uh, as well. So you can look up Kyle's mom if you want to listen. Well. <laughs> so yes, whether you're a South Park, it, whether you're a South Park fan or not, it it it's interesting. Yeah. Well. <laughs> See, I heard the orchestral See, Kyle's mom. Ky- watched early South Park. He doesn't really watch it now. So we, I, we know the good songs in the yeah. early days. <laughs> I saw some of the early, so it was never really my thing. I've seen a lot some of the specials, basically. Right, right. Because they've, <laughs> they've had some interesting stuff in their specials. And, and of course, the movie. The movie was kind of funny. Yeah, the movie was awesome. Um, that, I mean, that's where you got Blame, blame Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got this week. I had to find something weird to close mm-hmm. it with. Yeah. <laughs> So, and actually, we didn't have any stories we were talking about because um, Vikings Valhalla dropped on Friday of this week as we're recording. The problem is, yeah, there was Odd Mall and wrestling yesterday. None of us have even had a time yeah. to look at it yet. We've we've all been a, very busy to try and catch a show that dropped like two days ago, right? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, well, Snowpiercer, you guys said you caught up on that, but we've only got yeah. what a couple episodes probably of that left. 
We we have just a couple till the finale. Right. We'll probably catch up on that as we get towards the end of that. Um, there's a couple right. other things that are that are going right now that we're going to get into. We just um, haven't covered it on here yet. A lot of it, like normal, we're going to probably wait till the series wraps and then give you an overview of the whole thing. Right. So, right. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys really want to cover today before we get ready to wrap this up? I mean, we're a little short, but that's fine. <laughs> Oh, I should mention because we talked about Oddmaw, but we did not mention that they had, that Andy had a couple of announcements. Okay. Oh, yes, um, you had mentioned that. Um, that we we do have we we do have uh, multiple shows this year, uh, including the return of Riverside Ramble, which is the outdoor show that has been done um, in Canton. Um, I'm I'm just checking out the website here. We it's going to be June 11th. Uh, as far as I know, we're looking at the same kind of location, winding around the river. It's a great it's a great area just to go walk around. You know, if and it, go home before not... the lights go out. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about Canton before. Um, <laughs> but there will be the usual sort of thing. There will be food trucks. There'll be a, a stage with some entertainment. Um, he'll, we usually have like some kind of games as well. Like, like they put up a net for, to play badminton or something Mm -hmm. because we're right there in the park area. Um, so yeah, so that's going to happen and it's going to have the, um, I think he's adding a bounce house this time. Oh boy. From what I've heard. And there's going to be a pet costume contest, which she's had at the Riverside Ramble in the past because Mm -hmm. being outdoors, pets are welcome in the park. And he's going to do the eyeball river race as well. Um, you can win great prizes for racing. Okay, they're just balls, but they look like eyeballs mm-hmm. down the river. So mm-hmm. oddmall.info has all the details on that. And for those who are wondering about the original Oddmall show, a.k.a. Emporium <laughs> of the Weird, that we've had in downtown Akron, that is returning this year as well. Andy did announce that we'll be back at the Knight Center, and it will likely be sometime this summer. There's no specific date just yet. Um, Based on the other shows he has going on, um, he does have July and August open, though. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, because actually, uh, Riverside Ramble is happening uh, barely uh, a week after the, the great Grassman gathering in Kenmore. So... It's going to be busy for some vendors, I suppose. <laughs> um, but then the, the next one after that doesn't happen until Odd Mall un- Uncensored at the beginning of September in Beach City. So he's got July and August open. That uh, That is likely where we'll be back at the Night Center, which is the big show. Um, I don't know if he has both floors, but it'll be at the Night Center. So right. that's, that's what we know so far. And again, as with all shows, fantastic artists um, and creators and all kinds of interesting stuff you can buy great entertainment there's always some kind of food whether it's the food trucks or or in inside uh uh food catering or whatever but uh there's always a good time and it's always free donations appreciated um of course but it's always free to get into and mm-hmm. and it's always a good time so right. you know something to do yeah exactly there you go so d- that's the rest of the news that's uh, and uh, yeah <laughs> I'm trying to remember a quote, but I don't remember it off the top of my head, so I'm not going to go there yet. And not, and we're the only people that would ever remember it. I was thinking of a quote from the Great Space Coaster. No Gnu's is good Gnu's yes. with Gary Gnu. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that show. People's, people <laughs> need to figure out who has the rights to that so they can actually – because I've heard that's why you can't find it anywhere. Because yeah. there's like five, three or four different people and companies that say they own it. <clears throat> Yep. Yeah. Until they get that figured out, you'll never see it anywhere. <laughs> I, I believe Andy knows one of the guys behind it, though. I think yeah. he does. He can make that happen. So, mm-hmm. the Great Space Coaster <laughs> was fun. Anybody who doesn't remember it, YouTube has some clips. They're really in bad condition because the people who have put it up don't have any of the original masters of it anyway. So, it's all right. old VHS right. copies. And it is a kids' show. So, just keep that in mind. It is a kids' show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was back in the early '80s. A lot of people were doing Sesame Street style shows because they were looking for content for some of these channels. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even Nickelodeon started when the first shows they ever put on Nickelodeon was a Sesame Street type of knockoff show called Pinwheel. Oh, I remember okay. Pinwheel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't watching Pinwheel, but mm-hmm. 
That's. I was like, oh, is tomorrow people on yet? No, Pinwell. Okay, I will. Did you guys? Um, I know everybody remembers it, but did you guys enjoy Double Dare back in the day? I really didn't watch I, Double I didn't, Dare. I didn't have it. I grew up in Canada. Ah, okay. But <laughs> anybody who's interested in Double Dare and the story behind Double Dare, there's a show or there's a channel on YouTube called Toy Galaxy that does documentaries mm-hmm. of all the old school, really cool stuff. And he actually right. has a good 20 minute documentary on the history of Double Dare. Nice. Ah, okay. So it was really cool. But Kylan, flip through his videos because there's plenty of stuff that you're going to really enjoy that's on there too. That'll go through <laughs> the, the backstories on. Yeah. It's called Toy oh, you Galaxy. Know what? I, if it's the guy, I think it is. I, I already follow him. I catch some of his, I catch a lot of his stuff already. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't realize in the 90s, Saban retranslated and re put out um, the old G Force as Eagle Riders. It was the that. third American release of the G, and it actually he had took G Force two and three from Japan. Okay. They had two sequels to it that they had put out. He oh. was retranslated those into American and released it in the nineties. I guess they translated like one hundred and ten episodes and turned it into like fifty two because of how much cutting wow. and stuff you do when they were right, right, stuff right. around. And um, they only aired thirteen. <laughs> wow, that's why. Okay, yeah. but I, I didn't even know. Uh, you look at it, it's like wait. That's Battle of the Planets or G-Force or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of interesting. So, every once in a while when he has a new video pop up, it's like, oh, what's this? <laughs> so, okay, other than that, I think it's time to wrap this up. So, oh, yeah. um, Geeksters, it was another fun week. We had Odd Mall back in action again. Uh, it will let you know as more dates and stuff are available for that. Uh, but... If you enjoyed, um, if, did you go to Odd Mall, or do you want um, look for the videos and uh, any of the pictures people put up about it, or anything else we covered this week? And Miss Dawn asked you for some feedback this week too. So, Miss Dawn, what did you? What do we want the, the geeksters to tell us about? I just want feedback on everything. Come on, give me mm-hmm. something. <laughs> but if you were sitting there trying to figure out where in the world am I going to send this feedback, Miss Dawn always wants to read emails and things. Well, I got you covered. You can get a hold of us at www.geekwatch1.com. Anywhere, everywhere, all social media, we are Geekwatch One. If you put Geekwatch One into a search bar and don't find us, let us know and Miss Dawn will take care of the problem. Megatron's coming. <laughs> That's right. You can also email us, geekwatch1 at gmail.com. We're proud members of the Tangibound Network at tangiboundnetwork.com and the Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective at weebygeekspc.com. Also, we had him, we talked about him on the show and some of his new ventures. We got our buddy Charlie Murphy at Stray Dog Akron, uh, Cafe 388, the Bob's Hamburg, Akron Pickle, and anything else he decides to do. And maybe at some <laughs> point, it'll be the Stray Dog Podcast. You never know. Mm-hmm. You can find him and everything that he's doing over at StrayDogAkron.com or search Charlie Murphy or Stray Dog Akron anywhere on social media and you'll find him also. But mm-hmm. other than that, for Kylan and Dawn and Vicky and myself, just remember, no matter where you go, there you are.